0: Westbrook for the win! Get it! Westbrook scores it to drive the dagger into Sacramento's heart! The CGA Tour. A podcast unlike any other. Now your host, Calvin Alexander. Welcome back to another episode of the CGA Tour. I'm your host, Calvin Glenn Alexander, hence the name, and I am joined again by Trevor Dispro. Trevor, the man with a plan, the hockey fan I know, and the um, fellow Oklahoma City Thunder co-worker for about eight months. Got all at once. But the resident Oklahoma State fan who went to the TCU game, it was very dejected after that loss, correct?
1: Yeah, you know, yes. I Still have nightmares about it.
0: We all do. Um... <laughs> we all well, I, I should say it this way, not a lot of us understand it. But anyways, um Trevor, how's it been? You know, what it's been like a week now, maybe a week and a half since I've talked to you?
1: Yeah, I think I think we're going on in about two weeks here. Um uh, nothing much, you know, busy with work and whatnot. Uh bowl game season, you know, bowl game season is here, so that's exciting. Uh, I'm just watching a little stars game action right now, looking pretty good, so so I'm kind of bouncing back and forth here, but let's do it. Let's get rolling.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, hey, you mentioned bowl games, so we're going to shoot out through a bowl season preview, kind of highlight a few games that we're excited to watch, maybe predict some scores, but mostly here just kind of shout out some games that look like fun on the resume. Um, <laughs> Trevor, I will have you go first, if you don't mind. What's the first bowl season bowl game you're looking forward to?
1: Well, the first one I see coming up that hasn't obviously been played yet there was a few that's already been played that Fresno State Arizona State game was pretty solid out there in Vegas Um, that was definitely a good game Um, but coming up looks like this Saturday Houston and Army here in Fort Worth actually the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl 8 and 4 Houston taking on 10 and 2 Army I really like this Army team this year I think they're generating a lot of fans and a lot of a lot of eyes have been checking them out especially after that Navy win and you know, almost upsetting OU uh, early in the season. I think we actually talked about that on our last podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, who knows? I mean, I know Ed Oliver is not playing for Houston, but I'm curious to see see how that turns out. What mm-hmm. do you think?
0: I think I could go really good for the for Army. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm not too hyped on that one, honestly. Um, really? Really? What, you said, I mean, Houston versus Army? I mean, Houston, I don't think, has done much the whole season. Or Am I, am I wrong on that?
1: No, you're about right. I was I'm, just thinking, yeah, another quality win for Army, most likely.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think it'll be. I mean, I think that Army plays with a very unique playing style. I mean, not the same as Navy, where Navy just runs the triple option usually. But, right. Uh, I mean, Army beat Navy, and I think they'll just win this one. If I had to say one that I'm excited to see here. It's because I've already seen this team in person once this year, and the game is actually tomorrow, so you might be listening to the podcast after this game's already over, and it's a San Diego State versus Ohio. Hey, that's right
1: right up the road.
0: DXL Frisco Bowl. So, recap here. This game's being played in a soccer stadium, right?
1: Yes, it is. FC Dallas Stadium.
0: So, are they trying to be like the mini LA Chargers, or what's going on?
1: No, it's actually also been the stadium or the hosted stadium for the FCS national championship for the past I don't know four or five years. Wow, I didn't. Yeah, hmm.
0: that's that's definitely a new wrinkle here. I did not know that before.
1: Yeah, it's here again this year, January fifth. It looks like it's going to be Eastern Washington taking on North Dakota State. Go figure on North Dakota State. Um, They're always here and they're always wrapping their green and yellow. Packer colors all throughout the Frisco Plano area, so it's it's going to be another one of those years for him.
0: Um, okay, if you <laughs> if you say so, for sure. Well, I then, didn't, know now, didn't know that. <laughs> well, now the North Dakota Deca- no, no the North Dakota State University guys, um, the head coach is now the head coach of the Kansas State Wildcats. So
1: oh. always some uh,
0: always some interesting trivia here. Information on the podcast. Uh, I actually
1: did not know that, so that's actually kind of. I think that's a good hire, especially yeah. For K State, for I sure. Mean,
0: I think I want to say the K State fans were like mad about it on Twitter or something, hmm. but it's a good hire. I mean, who knows? I mean, eventually, I know it's weird to say, but Bill Snyder eventually had to re-retire. He had already yeah. <laughs> already retired once, come back, <laughs> and then you know really helped out the school be who they are they named the stadium after him and then he retired again so um yeah chris chris Kleiman might totally be butchering that last name here or cleman Kleiman, something of the sort there but i want to
1: say cleman i think that's
0: cleman well i don't okay. know
1: i guess it'd go either way well it, they're from north dakota so it doesn't doesn't matter too much but
0: oh it doesn't matter because they're from north dakota trevor i mean there's so <laughs> many north dakota fans listening to this podcast who are in outrage now Um oh, well
1: they, they can find me down here when they come
0: <laughs> he's also on twitter ladies and gentlemen um feel free to find him there i'm not going to shout out the url you can figure it out but yeah. I, I don't know. That's that's one of the um, hires that'll be intriguing for next season for Big Twelve play. But as far as games go, I'm excited to try to see you know some bull action tomorrow night. It'll be um, I mean it'll be when I am in Oklahoma City, believe it or not. So I might be able to watch some of that game, at least the end of it. But I mean, should be should be a good game, right? I think. Uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, the line is actually Ohio by two and a half, over-unders 54. Um, so, I mean, it seems pretty reasonable. Uh, Ohio it looks like Ohio quarterback has over 2,200 yards and 22 touchdowns on the season. Uh, they have a running back, looks like over 1,100 yards and 12 touchdowns on the season. And then a wide receiver, his name's Poppy White. It's kind of awesome. A-plus uh, name. Yeah, definitely a plus. P A P I White, eight hundred ninety-seven yards and nine touchdowns on the season. Um, right now, for some reason, it's just giving me the Ohio players to watch. But definitely, San Diego State has some pretty good talent. Uh, actually, quite a few players from the state of Texas, or at least the DFW area. You know, they have a guy from Hazlitt. Um, there's a guy, one or two guys actually from McKinney. Um, so they're they're definitely kind of bringing. Bringing some local local guys back to the Texas area—that'll
0: be awesome for them too. Um, but let's go ahead. We're talking way too much here about San Diego State yep. um, and versus Ohio being played in a soccer <laughs> stadium. What yep. other games are you kind of interested in?
1: Let's see. I'm going down the list right now. Um, let's see. I would say West Virginia Syracuse, but West Virginia without Will Greer, I don't. I don't know if they – I don't think they pulled that one out, um, to be honest with you.
0: <laughs> but- uh, yeah. I I mean, Syracuse actually looked pretty good this whole season. That's just kind of something that will trouble me is that – because, like, you know, it'll be, oh, the ACC beat the Big 12. And it's like, no, I mean, they did, but they, they didn't at the same time. You know, like, they didn't beat a yeah. full strength you know big 12 team that played with their quarterback the entire year i don't know why if i'm will agree i play in this bowl game for sure i don't know why he wouldn't
1: I, I think so too i i think you know this could really raise his stock a little bit more for the draft because i mean it's another ranked you know matchup so go out there and prove him that you're you know you got a cannon of an arm and that high-powered offense is it's deadly <laughs> it's absolutely deadly
0: yeah, and, I mean, for other things as well, like, I don't, I, I just don't know, I mean, West Virginia, you're ranked higher, you know, I mean, in the bowl game, you know, you're ranked four spots higher, I don't know how much that matters necessarily, but like, you know, it it's the Camping World Bowl, we played in Orlando, you'd assume more West Virginia fans would be there than Syracuse fans, although I'm not really sure, and... I don't know. I feel like it's a real winnable game for West Virginia if Will Greer plays. So I don't know why he wouldn't unless it's just 110% all about not getting injured, which that one I I can't say, you know, oh, it's a bad choice because he doesn't want to get injured. I mean, if he really doesn't want to get injured, then go for it. But otherwise, um, I'd say play in the game if I'm Will Greer.
1: Yeah, but I also, you know, I don't think he got really injured much this season, if at all. So, you know, I I think against the Syracuse defensive line, I think that offensive line for West Virginia pro- probably does pretty well, I'm going to be honest with you. I think they, they definitely would hold their own and give them time to throw that ball around for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, e- easily, I would think. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to look up here what, you know, 2018 Syracuse stats here. I mean, defensively they're not they're I mean, it's hard to tell here exactly, but like they're not that good. You know, I mean no. they're not just shutting out opponents. They're they've held opponents to let's see here. They're, they're number
1: twenty because they're nine and three. And I think it's exactly. because there's no one else really to put in that <laughs> spot at this nine and three.
0: Yeah, and I mean, hey, it's the Camping World Bowl. Oklahoma State's very familiar with that. We are as fans, but you know, they held Wagner to 10 points, Florida State to 7, and no other team to less than 20. So, yeah. I mean, we're we're talking like Yukon, who I haven't who I forget plays football sometimes score 21, <laughs> and um
1: they got spanked in Notre Dame, didn't they?
0: Yeah, Notre Dame killed them. I mean, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh well. Um, Will you play playing your bowl game, man. I'm always about guys playing in their bowl games. If you're a quarterback or if you're a running back, if you're a defensive guy, do whatever you want to do. But if you are an offensive guy, play in the freaking bowl game. Because the only thing that happens is, is that you don't have a good first half, and then they pull you, and then you don't play in the second half. But at least you, you play in the bowl numbers. game. I don't get why you don't play in the I, I just don't get I I, I don't get it. You know, you don't want to risk injury. That's the only real solution I can have there where I'm like, sure, don't worry about it. Injuries, I'm not going to say anything. But that's kind of me.
1: Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I, I don't like this rule where I don't know who started it, but it's like I'm going to sit out the bowl game. It's like, no, this is your team. Like, I feel like that's almost kind of betrayal. I understand you're focusing on yourself but and trying not to get injured, but I feel like you, you owe it to the team to – you know, playing the game and try to earn another trophy for the trophy case for the school you just went to. Exactly. And
0: now I want to jump ahead a little bit here, or actually back a couple of days here in the bowl game schedule, Mm -hmm. but to a different bowl game entirely. And that's Cal versus TCU. I'm actually pretty excited to watch this one because TCU was very up and down this whole season. Granted, they beat Oklahoma State on our last game of the the season, but (laughs) I don't think the Pac-12 is good at all. Um, I don't think I'm shocking anyone by saying that. The Pac-12 this year, no one was really talking about them having a team in the bowl. I'm sorry, in the cultural playoffs. So the whole narrative, if you're you you know you're watching ESPN, Fox Sports, or wherever, is, oh, it's, you know, should Georgia or Ohio State or OU have been that fourth team in? We're forgetting that there is one more Power 5 conference that didn't get into Play a bowl game because Notre Dame got in, or I'm sorry, into a cultural playoff game. But because Notre Dame got in, only three teams were going to get in from, or three different conferences going to get in max, right? And we almost had SEC yeah. take two spots there with Georgia. So, you know, Ohio State, I think, is still sixth, you know, Georgia's fifth, OU's fourth. Then, of course, you've got one Alabama, two Clemson. So, SEC, um, ACC. Notre Dame, and then Big 12. And because Notre Dame got in, you know, one of those, two of those Power 5 schools were potentially going to be left out, maybe three if Georgia gets in too. But seemingly, no one's really talking about the fact that Big 12 doesn't have, I'm sorry, the Pac-12, gosh, I'm mixing up my stuff here a little bit, The (laughs) Pac-12 doesn't have a team in. So, like, what are we... What are you doing here? You know, I mean, is the Pac-12 good at football or are they not worth mentioning? I mean, are they beating themselves up too much? That's what I'm excited for to see. How good can a, a halfway decent Big 12 team play against a supposedly halfway decent, you know, Cal team? That's what I'm excited for.
1: That I I agree actually 100%. I think that will be a good game. I think in this one I feel like it would be up to the defense of TCU to get some stops um then again Cal I mean it says Cal's favored by one I don't even know why you even make that as a line to be honest you might as well just make it even um but I I would honestly put my money on TCU in this game the way they ended the season they did beat Oklahoma State unfortunately but that that quarterback they had I mean he's a dual threat he can definitely run the ball and if he needs to make a throw he's going to make that throw so I I think their TCU will be a force to be reckoned with I think actually next season They'll be back in the picture, and I just I don't know really much about Cal. Um, I think they were ranked at one point this season, but I'm pretty sure they lost the next week, so that kind of disappeared pretty quick. Um, but, hey, it's the Cheez-It Bowl. You know, get that party mix. Let, let's go right there. Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: let's get the Cheez-Its out for sure to watch that one. But, <laughs> I mean, let, let, I just want to recap here. The pac 12 The two teams that played the Pac-12 championship was Washington and Utah. Mm -hmm. Um, Washington State was – I'm sorry, was an overall ranked team, and they still – they might be ranked eighth overall right now. We're actually about to talk about
1: them here in a second.
0: Yeah, but I'm kind of throwing his standings out the window here for bowl games now that everything's decided. But, okay, you know, you have this Washington team play Utah in a really under – underseen and underattended, you know, Pac-12 championship game over in okay. Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California, next to San Francisco. And you've got Washington and Washington State leading the Pac-12 North, who would also lead the entire conference, because is six and three. Then Stanford also six and three. But then Oregon, who everyone was so high on, finishes the season eight and four but in their own conference, they finished 5-4. and four. So they lost four conference games, which speaks good to their non-conference schedule. But, I mean, I thought Oregon was good. And now I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, they didn't even win 10 games, you know. Um, and then the next team, Cal, is 7-5, and five, but they were under five hundred in their own conference and they went to a bowl game. So Cal just, I mean, I'm going to pull it up here. But I, I don't know, man. Like, it, it's kind of a... It's not even kind of. It just is a very odd team to have a play against TCU because I don't think Cal is good, but they're still they still they're over 500, right? Um
1: they're 7 and 5, 4 and, and 5 it, in the conference. Uh they came in second to last in the division. I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, you're good, yeah. but
0: like like the other 3 games they played, it, they three games they played outside of conference or I'm sorry, they played it looks like four um They played Weber State, uh, UNC, BYU, and Idaho State. That BYU win is solid. Um, By three. But (laughs) UNC is solid-ish, I would assume. But Uh, Idaho State uh, and Weber State, they just rolled past. Actually, they beat Weber State by only 13. So who knows if that was a close game late or not. But, you know, it's just kind of UCLA who's not going to a bowl game, who finished under five hundred. Um, beat Cal, you know. Let's see here. Arizona beat Cal, and then of course the teams who should have beat Cal won, but mm-hmm. then Cal Cal goes ahead and they beat number nine at the time, Washington, so by two 12 to ten. So I, I I mean the whole conference in the Pac-12 is weird, and I'm very optimistic that TCU can pull this off and win, and I think it'd just be really good for the Big Twelve just to prove like in the order of operations and how you rank conferences, the SEC stands so far above. seems in everyone's mind, which, especially like this year, it's hard for me to say that they don't belong there because I think they do. But then I think that it comes down to, okay, is it Big 12 or Big 10? Oddly enough, neither school has the same, you know, number of schools in the conference that has the name, but that joke's been done too many times. So (laughs) I just don't know, like, Who's better, the Big Ten or the uh, Big 12 in the, you know, college football playoff rankings is mine. And I'm, from everything I read and listen to, they change their minds every single off season, um, and every single season as it goes forward. And they regulate it between theirs. So they don't hold, oh, well, the Big Ten's this good this year or the pack, or the Big 12 this good this year. But it's always good as a conference to beat up against other conferences. That's why, and this brings me to like my big point for Oklahoma State, is why I'm excited to see us play against an SEC school, even though they're not supposed even though they're not that good record wise. Mm-hmm. If Oklahoma State can go beat an SEC school, that's still something to hang your hat on.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um it just it's kind of a bummer that quite a few of our players did already declare for the draft and are decided to have not. Or have decided to not play in the bowl game, and I think, again, I still think that's a mistake. Especially when you're a team that's six and six, you're not really getting the recognition that you probably could get. Especially if you knock down a number twenty-three Missouri team. I mean, it's a ranked, that's a ranked team. You know, they have Mizzou favored by nine and a half. The over under is ridiculous, seventy four. Um, so, <laughs> I, I think I think that's a game you would want to play in, again, I mean it's a ranked opponent that used to be in the Big 12 take them down <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's simple as that like you should want to compete and play game, in games like this rather than games against like, you know, Central Arkansas or like Missouri State or you know, teams that are not <laughs> not teams we prefer to play
0: Right. right. I
1: mean I don't know Oh, man. But I, I think without, because I mean, what is it Jordan? Is that his name? Jordan Brailford? Is that his mm-hmm. name? I mean, he's not even playing. He's isn't he our top defensive end? I mean, he could really make a you know make it painful for the Mizzou quarterback to try to have time back there in the <laughs> pocket and make a pass. So I mean, now I don't I don't really know who's stepping up to the play, who we have on deck. I'm just I don't I don't know our depth chart. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I I don't know who's going to step up exactly, but the the optimism I have for Oklahoma State next year is very high. Um,
1: yes. yes, absolutely, I agree
0: one hundred percent. This bowl game, I'm very iffy on. I don't I don't have a great feeling that we'll beat Missouri. Missouri has a pretty dang good quarterback who can run around the pocket and be you know I and mean, be a pretty good yeah. two way guy, kind of like what we saw against TCU. So. Yeah.
1: And they're gonna have a full team. No no one on their team has declared for the draft and decided not to play in the bowl game. So we're going up against their full squad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know,
0: man. It's uh <laughs> I don't know. Uh man. Well Honestly, let's talk about some other bowl games before forward. we really get to Oklahoma State here. So
1: Yeah. Iowa State, Washington State, Alamo Bowl, twenty four versus thirteen. I think that's A very big Big 12, Pac-12 showcase.
0: Very big. So it's two huge games the Big 12 has to beat Pac-12 teams. Washington Mm -hmm. State's supposed to be pretty darn good, finished, you know, didn't win their conference, but almost, I mean, I think they would have beat Utah and Washington did, so I think they would have won that. Now Iowa State kind of up and down. So we'll have to see how that one works very, out as well. Very
1: much a sleeper team, I feel like in the Big Twelve this year. They're very much the sleeper team.
0: Yeah, I mean they beat yeah, they, us. Uh granted with their third yeah. string quarterback that we never can we can never beat. We, <laughs> Oklahoma State Oklahoma. has got to, by far and away, play the most amount of third string quarterbacks ever. Just ever, all time. And I'll never understand it. Never understand how we get there. And we're just not prepared for it because why would we be? I mean, it's freaking yeah. it's a third string quarterback. We're not who 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 watches Gamefield on third string quarterbacks? So
1: there isn't any. Yeah, there isn't any. <laughs> so <laughs> that's
0: exactly right. So I don't know, man. Very interesting to see how this one works out as well here. But Iowa State finished the season eight and four. Um mm-hmm. Washington State. Uh, finished the season what well, I think with nine or 10 wins so 10 and two.
1: Yep.
0: yeah with 10 10 and 2 so I'm hyped hopefully Oakland State can I'm sorry hopefully <laughs> Iowa State <laughs> can win this one get the W for the big 12 um, and take down another Pac-12 team
1: yeah that'd be that'd be huge Washington State's only favored by three and a half so I think it's a pretty good line for the way Iowa State played this season I think they played better as an underdog than they did as a favorite to be honest with you
0: yeah yeah i definitely would agree with that one well the next group of games here we have got the 29th so we've got the cultural playoff games but we've also got before then the florida michigan. florida michigan which i feel like i've seen every single bowl game every single you know it's been played every single season is florida versus michigan you can almost chalk it up for next <laughs> year and get ready for each team to not make their conference championship game, to lose out by one or two, but still be ranked top ten in the country and play each other. So who do you got, Florida or Michigan?
1: Well, I'm pretty biased on this one. Um, so I'm I'm going to take my my home state here. I'm going to go with Michigan.
0: Mm, okay. I'm actually really with you on that one. I... I don't know. I've I've watched a ton more Michigan film than I have Florida. Um, I know one of my buddies, Jake, who was on the last podcast I did, um, is a Florida fan. So kind of interested to see here how this one plays out. Uh, of course, I've said that like every single game so far here. But <laughs> I, I mean, still, though, I mean, that's you true. Know, I mean, top SEC team against top you know big 10 team you know they have 14 teams mm-hmm. but that joke's still been done before even by me this podcast so i don't know like i don't know about a lot of things and i keep saying that as well but Mi- michigan um played really really well the whole season until they played ohio state then they let 62 i mean they allowed 62 points by mm-hmm. ohio state who previously had put up some big games but nothing like that and that's against your rival too so you allow 62 points against your rival when supposedly year this conference that's telling the Big 12 they're bad at defense when you allow 62 points
1: um, i mean you given it was ohio state's probably best performance of the oh, season yeah. and it was a home game i mean yeah anytime you're you're hosting the game you, you have that crowd behind you and that definitely you know the momentum is there but then again they they looked really good. So <laughs> They looked really good,
0: but here is my big takeaway from that game and for also Ohio State playing Purdue. I want to stop <laughs> yeah, <no> every <laughs> single national media story in the entire country that says that the Big 12 cannot play defense. Let me know when Ohio State doesn't allow 49 by Purdue, okay? Let me know when Michigan doesn't allow 62 points to their rival in a yep. rivalry game, right? So just as a record here, more points were scored between Oklahoma State and OU, but by a very slim margin in their rivalry matchup versus Ohio State, who supposedly plays great defense, even though allowed 49 by a Purdue team. Um, and then you've got, you know, I it just it just seems so weird to me for the national storyline to be: will these college football playoff guys really rank OU that high when they allow so many points? OU is not good at defense. The Big Twelve is not good at defense. I'm fine with that being said. Just mm-hmm. don't tell me that the Big Ten is great at defense when a Purdue team, and I'm looking it up here as we talk, so it's taking me a second, but when a no, Purdue good. team that when is supposed to, yeah, is supposed to really lose, you know, to Ohio State ends up scoring Four. forty, ends up scoring forty nine on them, and Purdue the whole season. Right, I'm going through all their win totals, and in overtime, the game against Wisconsin, they don't score 49. Um, they don't score 49 against Indiana. They don't score 49 against Minnesota. In fact, they score 10. They don't score 49 against Iowa.
1: That was the uh, highest scoring game they had all season. I got scheduled put up here with you. Uh, yeah, that was so I, I mean, I can go through all this,
0: but like, they scored. They scored in the 40s a couple more. You know, a couple of times here, mm-hmm. but Missouri beat them. By three, um, you know, Nebraska scored 28 on them. They allowed, you know, a bunch of other scores on them and stuff like that. But then they – Ohio State can only put up 20 against Purdue, one, so I don't think their offense is that great. Two, I don't think the Ohio State's defense is good at all when Ohio State is letting Purdue, who's a 6-6 six and six team, score that much on him. I just – I have so much frustration when the Big 12 gets a bad um, – bad rep for allowing a lot of points. When I go through and I look at this Ohio State schedule here, and they're allowing 51 to Maryland. Yep. And
1: Maryland should have won, to be honest. Maryland should have won that game. Penn State should have beat Ohio State. They blew that one. Remember, they were up by like two touchdowns. I mean, I don't know.
0: I mean, you're going to tell me this TCU team that can't score at all scores – 28 against Ohio State. But but no no no. Ohio State's good at defense. Um I can go through their whole schedule here, granted, you know, Ohio State played Rutgers, Oregon State, you know, TCU, who beat Oklahoma State, but that's another story from another day as we've already mm-hmm. discussed. I mean, it's just it goes I can go through and I can pick apart I can go through and I can pick apart the Big 10 schedule and I can tell you which Big 10 team I think is good and which one I think is bad. And it's almost too easy. To go through and say, you know what, Big Ten's really not that good at defense. And here's why. Right? Iowa State, on the other hand, is pretty good at defense. And they allow a lot of really good offensive players to not score. They or they hold him to scoring a lot, right? Yep. Now, the other thing about the Big Ten here, kind of finish off my rant, is that the team in the other side of your conference that is supposedly really good is eight and five, Northwestern. Who plays in a division where they don't play a lot of guys? Don't play a lot of good teams. So
1: yeah, but you want to know what the real argument is? What would a Big Ten defense, no matter how good they are, be able to keep up with a Big Twelve offense that runs about a hundred miles an hour all game? Not a chance. You know, I think that's. I think that should be the main storyline. It's like, okay, well, they're good on paper and we're bad on paper, but we have defenses that are running literally 100 yards in a span of 20 seconds because 10 plays have already been ran. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that that's, that's an exaggeration, but, I mean, let's just let's be real here. You complete a pass, you're sprinting to the line of scrimmage to get a playoff by the time the clock starts for the first down.
0: <laughs> exactly. And it's not even close. So I go through here, you know, and I want to look at, you know, oh, how many – you know did points did OU allow you know the whole season um i mean yeah it's high but OU's blowing out TCU just like just like Ohio State did almost in the same amount of points OU's blowing out UCLA they're blowing you know they're scoring 45 in the first matchup against Texas you know but they're also like holding K state to 14 so it just, which argument of which day, which day of the week does ESPN want to have an argument that the Big Ten is good at defense? I'm all here to tune in, comment, and be a guest host for to combat that argument because it just doesn't it doesn't match up. Michigan no. so far is the only school that I've looked into really where I'm like, oh, they actually play pretty good defense and hold teams to not a lot of points. But let's see Michigan play against, as you said, Trevor, some of these Big Twelve quarterbacks and offenses. So,
1: I think a good matchup would have been Michigan taking on West Virginia. I would be curious to see Will Greer take on that Michigan defense that is before that Ohio State game was actually number one in the country. Jeez. Surprisingly enough. Yeah. And they allowed 62. (laughs) Well,
0: (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Well, let's go ahead and move on to these semifinal games here so kind of go in order time-wise a little bit. Um,
1: Clemson's going to win. Bama's going to win. We're yeah. going to have another Clemson-Alabama rematch.
0: I think Clemson, I mean, I want to use some really large word here, so I'm going to say decimates Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, I was going to say dominates.
0: It, it or, won't be close. Yeah. I don't think Notre Dame's good at football. I no. their, Notre Dame's best win the whole year was against a Michigan team that on the last game of the season proved that Michigan wasn't as good as we thought they were. So, now is a really young fresh Michigan team that was playing that game with a new quarterback and all type of stuff. So, man, I just don't think Notre Dame's that good, man.
1: I, I'm right there with you. I don't think they deserve to be number three. Um, I would have loved to see
0: Alabama play Notre Dame, and then we can start talking about Notre Dame like their UCF after that game because of how badly Alabama would have taken oh. apart Notre Dame.
1: I mean, Alabama's got two quarterbacks that can roast you all day. I mean that's that's deadly in any situation. I'd be I'd be excited to see Nick Saban try to do some sweet trick plays in some of these games. I think they may have to break it out against OU just because OU does know how to score points. I mean, I'm be 100 percent honest. We see it every year. Um, Kyler Murray, Heisman winner, damn. Um, but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I just. I think it would be cool to see Tua be a hundred percent again. Seems like he's ahead of schedule in his recovery from his was that high ankle sprain or something like that. Yeah, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, but hey, put Jalen Hurts out at wide receiver, bring him in the backfield. Let's see what happens. You want to do some flea flicker action? Do You want to do you know have him run in on Jet sweep, tossing the ball, have him post up while Tua is running a wheel route hit him. I mean. The options are wide open when you have two talented quarterbacks that can do that. Run the I Philly say, special.
0: Hey. This, <laughs> after I learned the Philly special, like watching some YouTube videos a couple days ago, run the Philly. <laughs> if if your, if your team, does your team have, uh, I'm going to pitch this officially in my announcer, announcer voice to any college okay. football team or high school team that's listening. So you're telling me your football team has a problem. You guys have too many quarterbacks. Well, do I have the solution for you? It helped Nick Foles, who was out of the NFL two years ago, beat the New England Patriots and the Bill Belichick and Tom Brady in the Super Bowl last year. You know what this play is called? The Philly Special or the Philly Philly. Either one. Your quarterback can suddenly catch the ball in practice a little bit here and there. Oh, my gosh. I have the play for you. Do you have Jalen Hurts who can literally run over people because he's the size of running back, but can also throw at sixty yards? Philly special. Do you have Tua? Philly special. I can just keep going on with this, Trevor, but I think I'm done with the whole pitch thing. I think it works. So
1: Oh, I hey uh, you got my vote. Let's I just, think just I'm do start the, running Philly the Philly special.
0: special. Like I'm 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 so that's one of those plays where like if like if NCAA fourteen had you know was uh Updated to NCAA football 19 or 18 or whatever it would be, I oh, would yeah. be running that play on everyone all the time. Because oh, literally. Yeah.
1: Fourth down? Huh? <laughs> Anytime you have a fourth down? Yeah, I'm not punting. I think I'm I would run it really just, special. I think
0: I would run that formation just literally every single time. Yeah. And then you have <laughs> your quarter. Like I would run it with. Now, granted, Alabama's kind of a cheat code in any game, any of those oh. NCAA games. But I'd run with Oklahoma State and I'd put Spencer Sanders in, you know, to catch the ball. Or I put in Taylor Cornelius to catch the ball. I, I mean, I I would run it with everyone. <laughs> There's yeah, very I, few teams where I would not run that run that um, play with. I would love to see Oklahoma State um, play Drew Brown as we've talked about at length on the last podcast we did, Trevor, of why didn't Drew Brown play this year at all? Um, Drew Brown, yeah, you know, playing the bowl game for one yeah. play, the Philly special goal line to win the game for Oklahoma State. Just gonna, I'm, I'm throwing it out there. My Gundy, if you're listening to the podcast, which we all know you are, do it. Just run this one play, man. Run this one play. When you need you need five yards, run this play. And I guarantee you, Taylor Caneos will airmail Drew Brown, but Drew Brown might have a better chance of hitting him. And the only reason is because Taylor Caneos would be, like, thrown off because he has to lateral catch the ball at all the thing because he's supposed to be a wide receiver in this scenario. But either way, run this play. I want to see more teams I, I think, run this play. I,
1: I think I would like it more with uh, was it? Spencer Sanders, is that his name?
0: Yeah, but I, 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 think, Drew, I think Drew Brown's got to play sometime this year, right?
1: Yeah, I would I would think so.
0: All right. Well, back to, back to being on topic yep. here. Here we go. <laughs> so I, I think OU versus Alabama is going to come down to the wire. I think it's going to be very, very close. I think OU is just too good at offense to – um, to not score a lot. But I think at the end of the day, you're probably right, Trevor. It's Alabama versus Clemson in the National Championship for what mm-hmm. seems like the 50, 50th year in a row. But it's going to be different than at least it was last year when it was two SEC teams. So definitely down to see Alabama play Clemson in the National Championship. And that's what I'm thinking's going to happen, even though I'd, rather, I'd much rather see OU play Clemson. But I think it's going to be Alabama um, versus Clemson for sure
1: yeah and honestly i it's hard for me to pick a winner right now between those (laughs) two i just you know I, i like davos sweeney as a coach i think he's awesome he's a great guy i i don't know he he likes to play on the big stage and he always performs well so honestly if we do another one of these before before the national championship which i have a feeling we probably will yeah um ask me then, but right now, I'm just going to say Clemson's going to play Alabama for the National Championship uh, to be determined on who I think is going to win that.
0: All right, Well, (laughs) jumping down over here to the 31st New Year's Eve, we have Cincinnati versus Virginia Tech, which may or may not watch. Probably not. Um, I mean, I probably will watch it because I love football and it's Mm -hmm. ball games and December, but I mean, it's not a game I'm really looking forward to. Neither is the Stanford versus Pittsburgh game. Um, but the Michigan State versus Oregon game should be kind of fun. Uh, you know, two different conferences like the, the Power 5 conference. I know Pittsburgh's in the Power 5, but I kind of forget about it and Virginia Tech and Cincinnati, but I'm, I'm more excited about this Michigan State versus Oregon game. Um, I think I think okay. Oregon's pretty good comparatively to other teams in the Pac-12. I just think Oregon had a lot of bad breaks this year. I've got mm-hmm. a lot of friends now living out in San Diego who went to Oregon uh or just or who are just big Oregon fans. So, I'm all down to see Oregon play. Um, against Michigan State and see if they can, you know, the Pac-12 kind of show up in some bowl games because they did not last year and you know beat what is supposedly um, you know, a, a decent um, Michigan State
1: team. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the Red Box Bowl. So, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> that's all you got. <laughs> that's all I got.
0: I mean, Michigan State 7-5, Oregon's yeah. got 8 wins. So, let's see how it works out.
1: I got if, Oregon on that one. Yeah,
0: you know, Oregon, uh, me as well here. Is there any other game besides the Oklahoma State game that I want to talk about? Yeah, uh, there are a East couple. State, okay. Texas
1: A&M, I think, is actually... I'm gonna say the game of that day. Um, the what? It, the game of that day. The NC State game in Texas A&M. M- maybe. I, I I mean I don't I don't know what else would be better. I mean Northwestern and Utah. Sure, the winner is gonna win six to three. You don't think this
0: Missouri versus Oklahoma State game has the possibility of being one of the better games matchup wise that day?
1: I, I want to say yes, but my gut is telling me probably not. Unfortunately.
0: My body.
1: Anyway, I mean, I, I feel like
0: <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like Missouri could either be really good or really bad. But Missouri won eight games this year. Oklahoma State won six. It's going to be a good matchup if Oklahoma State can show up. And, you know, Chuba Hubbard, um, Taylor Cornelius is fine. Let's say Chuba Hubbard, up-and-coming guy, Tylan Wallace, who – it's gotta be mad he didn't win the blood to cough when he clearly should have, and he got Terry Cornelius his last ride as an Oklahoma State Cowboy. So I feel like I feel like the team is going to show up. Um, granted, it's in SEC country for sure because it's in Memphis. But
1: I mean, I'm excited. I've- I, I think I think Corn Dog needs to roll into Memphis and say, "Give me Liberty or give me death." It's liberty Bowl <laughs> seems reasonable. Um, <laughs> I think he's got to lay everything out on the line. Like we always say, Gundy needs to just throw the kitchen sink at him.
0: (laughs) Run the Philly Philly or Philly Special or whatever you want to do, Gundy. But, yeah,
1: that's what we're saying here. Knowing Gundy, he'll probably call it the Philly Cheesesteak, which I actually am okay with. I think that that's a good name for it. But, hey, Philly Special, whatever works. If you end up in the end zone, you can call it whatever you want.
0: Oh, man. All right, well (laughs) – Oklahoma State. I. I. I'm going to say Oklahoma State wins this game. Wow. Um. Yeah. Whoa. I'm not. I would put money kick, on it. As
1: long as
0: our kicker shows up. As long as our kicker shows up. Amendola <laughs> is going to show up. He's going to play great because he's in Memphis. I don't know why. Oklahoma State is going to play great in this game. Not. Not exact reasoning on it. Um. They're going to play great. But we're going to have to jump ahead here a little bit, Trevor. So this yep. NC State versus A&M game. Who do you got?
1: Uh, I got A M. and um, Might be closer than the experts think. Okay. <laughs> League are still on, yeah. I don't have much to say about it. I just... Yeah. I don't know. I think Jimbo Fisher wants to go get his first bowl win. Yeah, and Texas A M played Coast. a
0: crazy game earlier this year, so...
1: Yeah, they're probably still recovering from from Jeez. that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see here what other games you got Kentucky versus Penn State Kentucky a team that was supposed to be pretty darn good the whole season um, still like playing game. playing in the I same like site game. as the Camping World Bowl but instead in the mm-hmm. Citrus Bowl um, yeah, it's Penn citrus. State who supposedly is good so I'll be excited to see that one everyone knows now that's listening to the podcast that I don't think the Big Ten good at all so
1: I'm taking uh, Kentucky just because family members went there so okay I'm I'm taking I'm taking the Wildcats here. There we go. Um, I'm with you. I'm taking Kentucky. I like the games this day though. New Year's Day. I think it's gonna be a good one. Mississippi oh, yeah. State, Iowa. Actually, I think will be decent. Both eight and four. Mississippi State, December eighteenth. The Outback Bowl. Um, go get you a nice uh, blooming onion. You know, enjoy this game. And sure. honestly, I'm put. <laughs> I'm gonna put my money on Iowa. Uh, I think they'll pull off the upset. I just I think Iowa plays well in bowl games, and I think Mississippi State would just I don't know I I like Nick Fitzgerald from Mississippi State, but I just honestly I think Iowa has one of the better defenses in the Big Ten. Okay, just throwing it out there.
0: I think Iowa. I don't, I don't think any Big Ten teams are really that good, and I think the SEC teams are pretty decent. So I got Mississippi State, but okay, we, we can disagree on one or two. Um, that's yep, also that's why right. I have Kentucky. <laughs> same line, <laughs> same idea here. But now this LSU versus UCF game, this is where I have a bone to pick with the College World Playoff system or committee for picking. Yep. Okay, so here's here's what happens in my mind. Instead of UCF playing a Georgia team, who would be a much better match better matchup if UCF if UCF wins, right? Because if UCF True. beats Georgia. Well, they beat a team that almost made the cultural playoffs. We really got to start talking about UCF. Mm-hmm. But if UCF beats LSU, well, I mean, cool. You know, LSU is number 11 in the country. They're not – they weren't in the cultural playoff discussion in the final week. You know, it's kind of whatever.
1: Um, Let me just put it to you this way. You can get a ticket right now for 12 bucks In
0: for in the Glendale? Yep. Looking at it right now. Ooh. Trevor, that, that's a... That would be... Wow, that's... I mean, that's a day after... I mean, that's a, that's a day after our poll game. mean you know, a fly from Memphis to Glendale. Who
1: knows? I might just
0: yeah. try to go see that one. Probably not. Definitely not. Play, St-
1: PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Go party it up with the PS4s.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> we'll see if Paul George makes an appearance and sees now the PlayStation guy with his shoes. I um, no. <laughs> But... <laughs> Uh, the other thing about this matchup, though, is is that there's I think they're screwing over Georgia and UCF are both getting screwed over in this, but also Texas because as a if I'm a Texas fan, yeah, I'd love to see Texas play against Georgia because if Texas wins, it proves the Big Twelve is really good compared to the SEC. It proves that Texas should have been in the conversation no matter what, and that they were you know I mean almost. You know, Georgia, this Georgia team was almost in the control playoffs, and everyone can be like, you know, oh, my gosh, they should have been in. But ranking-wise, Texas is a Big 12 team that should be playing an SEC team in LSU. I understand this Mm -hmm. isn't how it maps out correctly, right? Like, the second-best Big 12 team play, you know, that's at-large. It doesn't win the championship. They don't go to the control playoffs. They play in the Sugar Bowl. I I understand how it slots out. I just wish that LSU was playing Texas or that either in that Fiesta Bowl or the Sugar Bowl, I don't really care. Um, I would just rather that happen from my standpoint because I think it's a better matchup of like, oh, is the SEC that good or not? And Texas has the ability to, as we've seen as Oklahoma State fans, not show up for some games. So... And I'm not – like, when they played us, you know, Oakland State played extremely well, but Texas clearly didn't. They didn't play as good as they did against OU. Mm-hmm. So – and maybe Oakland State just really shut up that game and caught them off guard. But either way, I'd rather see a more comparative matchup ranking-wise, if that's what this is supposed to be about. And also so that, you know, I mean, if UCF beats Georgia, it's a huge accomplishment for UCF uh, versus LSU, I feel like. I just – There's not that much difference, you know. Both teams are – LSU and Georgia are ranked six spots differently. But no one was talking about LSU getting the cultural playoffs in the last game – last week of the year where they were really talking about Georgia. So I'd love to see – especially Kirk Herbstreit. So I'd love to see (laughs) Georgia, you know, play against UCF. But we're not going to get it. So Yeah. But here's my
1: thing is I would love to see UCF play Georgia. The thing is without their quarterback McKenzie Milton – I just I don't know. Yeah, I'm not familiar with their backup. I think if Milton was did not get injured, gosh, poor guy, I feel bad for him. Heck of a season. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to him. Um, but I, I don't know much about their backup quarterback. So I just I feel like if they did play Georgia, it may not it may not be pretty. With Milton, I think I think that'd be a hell of a game. Um, yeah. But hey, I mean, if they back up quarterback can go in and beat us, I'm going to say a pretty solid LSU team um, in the Fiesta Bowl, then hey, I I think that, that is a very, very solid win and definitely a good win to go into the next season and continue that win streak. For sure. Um, especially for a confidence booster for a backup quarterback that was probably not expected to really play much this season just because of how good Milton is yeah, or, or was. Um, but I I do think it would be a better matchup to see Texas play LSU. And in terms of Big 12 getting a potential, like another potential win in a bowl game, I think Georgia stomps them. Absolutely stomps Texas, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, the line right now is 13. I think Georgia's going to win 42 to like ten. Wow. Because they're going to be, I mean, they're going to be pissed that they didn't make it into the playoff. And they're going to have something to prove. Whereas Texas is like, oh, sweet, we made the Sugar Bowl. We haven't done this in a long time. Let's go enjoy ourselves on Bourbon Street. And Georgia's like, we're going to kick your butt. <laughs> I feel like so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> keep a PG there. But there we go. I think, i I don't know, you may disagree with me, but I think that's going to be. I think I think Georgia stomps on Texas. I mean and I think yeah,
0: go ahead. I don't I don't think it's that crazy different, but
1: yeah, I was a little exaggerating a little bit there, but it yeah.
0: I think I, I do think Georgia wins. I just don't think it's that crazy of a game, but if you call it, then go for it, Trevor. I mean <laughs> um I just don't think it'll be that much different, I guess. I yeah, feel I as though Texas has the ability to put up points on anyone, so we'll just have to see how many points they can put up.
1: How about this? 42-24.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. I, I still think Texas cool. could score 30 against Georgia, and I don't know if Georgia can score 40-plus against Texas' defense. I'm willing to say it. I think Texas right. is built to, you know... Play, you know, I think Texas is built to play against a Georgia kind of defense that throws. And granted, Texas couldn't hold OU and other
1: stuff, but. That's a whole other, that's a whole different system, though. You know, Georgia's more pound the ball and OU's like. (laughs) Yeah, but they've been, I mean, they have a really
0: good quarterback. They've been throwing it more this season. So, well, we'll wait and see, Trevor. I'll stick back to my motto here. We'll wait and see. Um,. I, I just I feel as though I feel as though it'll be a closer game than we think. Um,
1: I'll say it that way. I mean, I forgot Texas does have Dicker the kicker, so you never know if it comes exactly. down to a field goal. I'll, I'll take Dicker the kicker just because of the name.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, also <laughs> wrapping up here with this Washington versus Ohio State game. Who do you got?
1: Ohio State wins big. I think easy. I, I would say so. Okay. I mean, they only have the line has them by six and a half. I gosh, it depends on who shows up, but I just see Washington. Just won the Pac-12. What was it, ten to three, right? I think. Mean, yeah. Just, just what they won the Big Ten, so yeah, I, it's gonna be bigger than six and a half. I think Ohio State. Uh, they'll probably put up like 45 on defense is good their offense is negative and Washington won't score
0: I mean I'll I'll take I'll take your word for it here if that's what you think is going to happen then quite possibly I'm not sure but quite possibly Trevor you could be right not saying you are say 45-31 you could be right um, I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I think Ohio
0: State wins. I just, uh, yep. I think Ohio State does win, sadly, as everyone knows now. It's fully public and everyone can tell. I am not a Big Ten fan whatsoever. So, for, for everyone else's sake, like, I feel as though, yeah, I feel as though Ohio State will win that game convincingly. Um, and blow out the Pac-12 team. But, oh well.
1: Yeah, Urban Meyer's last game as a coach, possibly forever, True. so I think he's going to go out and show no mercy. Um so I mean, why not?
0: <laughs> why not? Yeah. All right. Well, Trevor, now for the main event here, if you're ready. Um, yep. You are going to pitch me on an NHL team. So... The rules are here, and I'm gonna break it down into categories here um, that we ha- that I have set up here beforehand. So, four categories uh, that matter. I'm a San Diego <laughs> resident, so I do care about how far away the hockey te- the NHL team is from me. So proximity, how much fun mm-hmm. the team is to watch, and how likable they are. Um, the team history, kind of like colors, their NHL legacy, players in the Hall of Fame, how much success they can also have in the next five years. So I'm not trying to hop on a bandwagon necessarily, but like if they've always been bad and they have no hope of getting better, that matters too. Um, I'm not trying to be a Phoenix Suns okay. fan um, or a, oh gosh, <laughs> oh, let's see, or a, um, let's see, the, well, the Magic made it to the finals not too long ago. <sighs> I would say the Sixers, but now they're kinda good. Um let's see. I think you know what I'm getting at though. Um yeah, not, okay. yeah don't don't try to pitch me on a Brooklyn Nets, you know, team right okay. now that seemingly is doing halfway decent this season, but doesn't really have any guys for the future that I could see like making it high playoff contention. And then the fourth category, hipster mace versus mainstream factor. Um it kind of goes back to the bandwagon thing. I'm not trying to hop on a bandwagon of a team, but at the same point, I'm not trying to be a fan of a team that's just – as a horrible, <laughs> no good, right. very bad, um, yeah, organization that's not going to win. Like, for example, I talked about the Wizards with Jake uh, on the last podcast. Not trying to be a, the Washington Wizards fan of the NHL. So take it oh. away, Trevor.
1: Well, let's see. You said proximity. Um, You are in San Diego, so the closest teams to you would be the L.A. Kings um, or the Anaheim Ducks, but I'm going to rule out the Ducks. They do have a Stanley Cup win back in 2007, I believe. Kind of getting older, though, with Corey Perry and Ryan Getzlaff, so their future may not be looking good. The past has been great, don't get me wrong. They've always been a team... Uh, to be reckoned with, but I don't know. I mean, they are the Mighty Ducks. Uh, They'll forever have that sweet old-school logo that they rep actually now as their alternate jersey, Um, that old purple and teal and, God, whatever the heck they were. Um, Don't get me wrong, good team, fun to watch. Uh, I've just never been a fan of them, just because they're always rivals with the Stars and whatnot, because they used to be in the same division. But that is super close to you, Uh, L.A. Kings. You know, they did have the great one at one point. And they have two Stanley Cup victories, uh, actually pretty recent. Uh, what was it, 2011 and 2013, 2013-15, I believe. So fairly recent, LA Kings. Um, also, but I, I kind of like the Sharks here. Uh, they're a little bit northern California up there in San Jose always competitive team sure they have a few older guys but uh don't get me wrong they they're younger guys that are up and coming and they make the playoffs every year and they're exciting you know their GM likes to make big moves and bold moves um keeps the roster fluctuating here a bit and I don't know I think that would that would be a reasonable team to follow I like the colors uh, their okay. logo has never changed. It's always been the shark biting the hockey stick in half. Okay. Um, I hate their goal horn, but it makes sense for them because it almost sounds like, you know, like a foghorn for a ship and they're the shark. So it kind of goes along there and they skate through in the beginning of the game, a shark's mouth. And I think it's kind of awesome. Um, But I like that. Um, If you want history, definitely can't go with Vegas. Even though they did make the Stanley Cup final in their inaugural season last year, like their logo, like the team, always exciting, very entertaining, especially intermissions and pregame. I just, for a guy like you, Calvin, I know you. I don't think that would be the team for you because you do like having that history and you know the fun facts about teams and whatnot. So.
0: Am I am I allowed um, to play the uh, San Jose Sharks goal horn sound now?
1: Uh, if you found it, absolutely.
0: Okay, in three, two, one, and that's the goal horn sound, Trevor. So go ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that'd be a good team for you to follow. Um, you know, they are. I mean, right now they are currently in a playoff spot. They're always, seem like they're always actually in the playoffs, just because they're in a Pacific division that isn't very strong or like as strong as the Central division. So, but they always finish at least one or two, and they they're pretty good at advancing out of the first rounds. So you see them in the quarterfinals, or sometimes even the semifinals. The other what was it two years ago? They were in the Stanley Cup final against um, Pittsburgh, and the Penguins won unfortunately but yeah i okay good so, good team i think that would be good for you um if you want to go a little bit more east and in colorado there's the avalanche but i don't really want you to pick them just because you know our boy matt lutch chicago blackhawks Central <laughs> division me dallas Stars, central division and colorado's in the central division so we're just i don't see that being a strong suit there so, so
0: are you <laughs> in so the blackhawks and the stars are in the same division then Yep. Okay. So you and matter arch rivals?
1: Uh, we're frenemies. When it, well, when frenemies. they play. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, on, yeah, I'll wear play. a Blackhawk shirt if they make the playoffs, which is more likely than the Stars <laughs> most years. Except for, it doesn't look like this year that's maybe a yeah. possibility, but we may both not make the playoffs this year. So it'll be pretty depressing.
0: Okay. But, so it's looking like either the Sharks or the Ducks in my mind. Here okay. here are the reasonings, okay? Sharks, good, great, great friend here in San Diego, Sean Horan. Um He's a huge Sharks fan. He was actually trying to pitch me on being a fan of the team at lunch today. I mean, their colors <laughs> look cool. Got a shark. Got good history um, because they've never been to the – well, they've been to the finals before but haven't won yet, so that's good. Their proximity is fairly close. Downside is that they are a Bay Area-ish team, and I'm not a fan of the Warriors. So that would be tough. Um But still, Sharks can't hate Sharks. They're West Coast for sure. Um I'm currently watching how the players come out of a shark's mouth here. For Lions, everything, which looks pretty cool. So they're big, you know, event operations and game day promotional guys which I can relate to when my time with Oklahoma State Athletics and I mean I'll have to listen to this goal horn sound here I'm going to insert it in post so I'll have to listen to it here in a second and see what you think is weird about it Trevor but how it also makes sense um but then there's the Ducks which of course my favorite player in the entire world Russell Westbrook is a fan of they are the Mighty Mighty Ducks which is a great movie um, oh, yes. based off, of them. yeah, based off them, all three of them are great. The first one's the best. Oh yes. And they, and the ducks are closest to me and family. I do have family that lives in Laverne, California. So it's kind of between the ducks or the sharks. Um, is there any other factors here? I mean, clearly, you know, I'm, I'm interested, you know, you, you took proximity into a major factor, which I like a lot because it does matter quite a bit. Um, the Sharks play against the Ducks or the Kings a lot, um, where I could go see them, you know, I mean, that's kind of the other factor here.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, they're the same division. So they play each other, I think four, four or five. Yeah. About four times a season. So I think it's two at one place and two at the other. Um, I mean, you'll even see the Blackhawks and the Stars. Uh, once or twice a season because they're Western Conference. So you play the other division three times a season. Um, so, I mean, you'll get to see all the all the action there. But, I mean, if you choose the Sharks and you can't make it up to San Jose and you want to go see them, you can always go to, down to Honda Center and, you know, be that Sharks fan. You won't be by yourself. I promise you that. <laughs> cheering, on, cheering on the Sharks and the Ducks pond. <laughs> see what I did there?
0: I like that. That was good. That was good. Thanks. Thanks. Um and also shark way better mascot than a duck overall. Ducks Oh yeah. I mean, I can think of a duck ducks running after and attacking people, but sharks like people are like actually afraid of, you know. So
1: Yeah. Well, sharks uh, will probably eat sharks eat ducks. Sharks eat ducks.
0: So. I don't think they coexist in the same habitat, but sharks would nope. eat, shark, a shark would eat a duck. A oh, 100%. Same same reason a cowboy would shoot a sooner you know sharks would eat ducks you know same same parallel thinking here i like this a lot
1: i like that too actually can we can Can we
0: we say can we say actually that the the sharks are the cowboys of the sea
1: i like that okay
0: i think i think i'm fully sold here on the sharks i just now have to go see a game that's the key next thing san jose is a very far away very very (laughs) far from me um, logistically wise, it's actually driving wise something I theoretically could do on a weekend, but it's it's so it, it's far traffic and planning and everything like that wise. So I'm gonna look up the Anaheim Ducks schedule here to see when the Sharks come play for the ultimate decision after I go to a game. How about that?
1: Well, how about this second uh, in division with 43 points? Oh. But then again, the Ducks are at 43 points also, but they played one more game. So they have 12 losses, and the Sharks only have 11. So this could be a toss-up. Uh, let's see. Where do they play next? Hang on, I'm pulling it up for you.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm looking this well here, so we're kind of going through.
1: Boom, Ducks, Thursday, December 27th. Oh, it's in San Jose, though.
0: Oof, I don't think yeah. do think
1: you to make it up there. It's a Thursday.
0: Well, it's the 27th? <laughs> Yes. Of this month?
1: Yeah, but you're also down here, aren't you? Yeah, I'll be in Oklahoma. (laughs) Let's see here. Um... March 22nd, but there's definitely a time before then, I would think.
0: So March 22nd is the next one I have. Now, that's close to the start of baseball season, so that would be a little hard, but I think I could figure it out.
1: Um, yeah, it looks like they played them twice in October. So, yeah, so they only have two more times. So, yeah, like I said, they play their division four times. Dang! Okay. So, yeah, March. That's that's a Friday night down or over in Anaheim right now. Tickets as close thirteen bucks. I feel Friday, okay. Twenty second.
0: Tune back into the podcast. <laughs> March twenty third. <23rd. laughs> Whenever I um, have a full-on rant about the uh, Ducks-Sharks. Is there any chance the Kings play the Sharks before then at home?
1: Uh, let's see where they go. At the Kings? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, uh, the the night before. Thursday, March 21st. <laughs> <laughs> so you That's go gonna back to tough. back you go staples center honda center back-to-back nights it's a little bit more expensive to go to the staples center as it looks right now
0: it, it'd be cheaper for me to drive home and then go back than it would be just to stay in la but uh maybe i'll crash on a couch somewhere all right well that settles it trevor thanks so much for joining the podcast here Pretty much ninety percent sold on the sharks. You just gotta win this game in March um against the Ducks. I it's gotta be the twenty-second. I gotta be going to that one. I don't know how I'd go to the twenty-first unless I can figure out some weird way to um, flex out of work or something. But even then, that's then I'm definitely if, if I go to the Kings game, then I'm definitely a Sharks fan. If I go to the Ducks game, then I, I think the Ducks have a ten percent chance at winning me over. But until then, Trevor Give me liberty or give me sharks. Thanks so much for joining the podcast.
1: Absolutely, and uh, another pitch for the sharks: Eric Carlson, Sweet Flow, Brent Burns, Crazy Beard. Check it out.
0: Well, well, do because I'm sure guys' uh, facial hair qualities is something I really take into consideration here. But if they're hey, that,
1: that's what he's known for. I'm looking at his picture right now: man bun and full beard for Brent Burns. I'm sure and his cool beard dudes. is like down. for
0: yeah <laughs> i'm sure they're cool dudes. i'll look into it for sure um all right well trevor uh, thanks so much for joining go ahead and follow me on twitter at the cga tour go ahead and follow. that's the podcast but that's me go ahead and follow um us on instagram at the cga tour go ahead and um follow trevor on facebook trevor dispro twitter what's trevor what's your twitter exactly
1: uh I think it's T Seven. Let me see.
0: Okay, don't follow well, Trevor on Twitter. He's is not logging. that active and he doesn't tweet anything oh, besides I the podcast. T
1: seventy seven.
0: Okay. Follow Trevor if you wish yeah. on the on Twitter. Yeah, um not, not making strong on. recommendations since he didn't know his Twitter name. Um <laughs> If you are interested in a CGA Tour shirt, I will be wearing it throughout the state of Oklahoma, the state of Memphis, or, well, the state of Tennessee, but Memphis, the state of Texas, uh, because I'll be traveling to those three states when I go back home, and any state in between Oklahoma and Tennessee, however my dad and I want to drive out to see the bowl game in Memphis. Um, If you're going to be at the Oklahoma State versus Missouri game, I will be there as well, hopefully to see you. I'll also be at the Thunder game on December 23rd here in less than a week and the Oklahoma State men's basketball game this Friday. So depending on when you listen to this podcast, I'm talking about uh, December 21st. So if you're there, I'll say hi. Trevor, thank you again so much for joining. And if you get a chance, please go rate and subscribe the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor.fm, or the six other places you can get the podcast. Trevor it's been great it's been a joy I don't know exactly when we we'll gonna be able to upload this podcast because it's now an hour and 11 minutes the Wi-Fi here is in the greatest the entire world as I've said once before on the podcast or 5,000 times so probably in the airport tomorrow or when I get to my dad's in Oklahoma City but well, this was recorded Tuesday at 8.51pm Pacific Standard Time Trevor thanks so much catch you guys soon
1: sounds good thanks Calvin oh and I wanted one of those t-shirts <laughs>